player, but I hate chicks. Look, nobody likes a fake hope. Bitch, love who I am, not my bankroll. But I'm up, so that is not realistic. Shoot my shot, then I check the ballistics. Shoot my shot, then I'm on to the next one. Shoot my shot, no stress when I'm sexy. So about to go. Hey. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> We always, yeah, I don't know, how this always happens this flawless. way. Flawless. Yes, flawless, man, flawless. Got the homie B. Isley here with us. Um, I got questions, B. Okay. You know what I'm I, got, I got questions. And one of my questions that I have to ask you, because I don't think all the times that we've been on here, we really didn't really ask you many interview questions mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. My first one, give me the wildest, funniest road story you got. <laughs> all right. Um, I was uh, heading back. From LA, first time headlining in LA, it's around 2016. I was flying back home, but had a connecting flight at Chicago. Oh uh, shit! Chicago O'Hara. I hate oh. this. I hate this airport. Everybody does. So uh, I get there and um, I walk in, going to my um, my next flight, and uh, bumping into somebody. They were like, "Hey, uh, I know you. You're, you're Brian Isley, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." He's <laughs> like. I don't like your stand up. <laughs> and walked away. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like, he got you, got you going. Yeah. And shot your shit down. Yeah. Yeah. That's my it, wildest. He didn't even like, that That was. That was it. That never was, reached out it, to you explain? Never for what? Ain't, <laughs> not, ain't nothing to explain. He said, I don't like your stand up. <laughs> and just, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know you're a real celebrity. When motherfuckers like when regular people be trying to snub you, like, like, like they famous. <laughs> oh, that shit happens all the time. See, you make mention of your comedy. How did you start in it? Like, what is what is it that that had you like? You know what? I'm gonna get on stage. I'm gonna try this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Whatever comes from this, whatever comes from it. Uh, I got fired from my job. <laughs> I was uh, right. I was chilling Nigga. at the crib. I got fired from really? Yeah. Yeah, I was chilling at the crib. I was like, I'm bored. Um, let me start some. Let me try something different, and start stand up. 2014. I mean, that's the short end of the story. I've always, I, I always loved stand up, mm-hmm. but just didn't have the balls or the time to do it. So, uh, uh, rewind four years prior to that, I went to Atlantic City and I watched one of my favorite comedians of all time, who was very unsung, Damon Wayans. Ooh. Watched him do an hour and a half with no problem. Damn. And I was like, yo, I want to do that. And uh, I was inspired by it. And, and, you know, it took like four more years for me to get the nerve to do it. But then I finally did it. So, yeah, Damon Wayans is like a huge reason for me wanting to do stand-up. That's what's up. And see, my next question was, comedians that inspired you, and since you said Damon Wayans... I remember the one stand-up he did on HBO many and many years ago when he started making fun of uh, his son, Damon Jr., mm-hmm. about when he's going into puberty. And he's like, it's like, I can't get my son to stop leaving himself the fuck alone. Like, yeah. we haven't done it. Like, I'll be right back, Dad. Uh. Sp- spaghetti again. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I remember that shit. I remember that whole special. Yeah, that's, and that's when I realized how funny he was as a stand-up comic because up until then, all I ever seen Damon Wayne's in was In Living Color, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get you, sucker. And like, uh, what was it? Like, that came out like, what, 98? I think it was. That comedy? Which one? That one that we just made mention of. Yeah. That yeah, was 98. Yeah, so it was like, he, and he had like some had serious movies too. He had that too. Like, yeah. And he got banned from SNL. He did. 
and it didn't take long neither. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing about Damon Wayans. A lot of people don't like, you know, understand how dope he was in everything that he did. Yeah. He was a dope comedian. Mm-hmm. He was a dope s- sketch comedian. Like one of the dopest. <laughs> he was a, he was dope as a leading man in a sitcom. He's got one of the funniest sitcoms ever. My wife and kids. Yo. Yeah, he was a leading man in Hollywood. Yeah. He conquered yeah. everything that you can conquer when it comes to comedy. Major Pain might be one of my Major favorites. Pain is hilarious. It's like one of the funniest movies. Yo, and you know you you know you great when you could do a hilarious PG-13 movie. Yeah. It doesn't have to be rated R for you to be hilarious. Yo, you one of the greats, man. That yeah. dude told that when a kid, I'll put my foot so far up your ass, the water on my knee and quench your, your thirst. thirst. That's hilarious, bro. Shout out to Damon Wayans and Major Payne. Blank Man is hilarious, too. J5, J5, Blank J5. Man. And he wrote that. See? He wrote that That's movie. Wow. He's a legend, gotta, man. Gotta, gotta give it a legend. Time. You gotta yeah. give people their flowers like that, because yo, I don't think he gets his just due. I think nah. he's one of the greatest all around comedians who ever lived. Do you think he's the best Wayans? Yes, yeah, by far. No, no. Right. When it comes to the Wayans and comedy, honestly, um, I break them down differently. When it comes to comedy, like stand up, in my opinion, it goes uh, Damon, Keenan, Marlon, Sean. And the only reason why I say Keenan like that is there's sometimes a Marlon with his with his stand up that he's doing he's, he's he's doing pretty good but I ain't forgetting how Keenan was like Keenan was the shit Keenan, Keenan was yeah, the shit Keenan was the shit now when it comes to like uh, uh, acting or whatever I might give Marlon the nod acting and then Damon to Keenan then Sean if you haven't realized I'm Sean already, is always last that's yeah, what I, we I, we, I, we I, have Sean to. is just there to be like the pretty boy yeah and he and he getting money out of it I don't definitely. Sean. I only laughed at Sean one time on the way his brothers <laughs> when when uh, Pops was like, I want some hors derbies. And but Sean was like, what? It's like hors derbies. Where the hors derbies? And Sean was like, who taught you how to speak? Magic? <laughs> That's funny oh, as man. fuck. As a matter of fact, I got to throw in a fifth one in there because shit hell. Number three, when it comes to comedy, it might actually, it's a toss up between Marlon and Kim. Kim's hilarious, too. Kim was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. like, so, yeah. but number five is who he is. We're going to keep it going right yeah. there. Now, 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 last place. now, if you Kim say, Kim is funnier than Sean. Now, if yeah, you say DJs, okay, that's where SW1 comes into play. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where he, yeah, there, there's his shining moment. He shines there with the DJs. No, and he's a great writer, too. Hell yeah. Um, who, who did Little Man? They both wrote that. They both wrote that. So it's Sean not like, and Marlon yeah. wrote that movie. So it's not like Sean don't have his avenues where he's great at. See, that's the that's the perfect thing about the Wayne's family all together. They're like Power Rangers, like they like are bomb like individually, and then they can come together and just, just like they're, form Voltron and like their mom is Captain Planet. Facts. Their mom is Captain Planet. But you, will you say that though? But they got a whole other. They got a whole four more that, that helped out. Dude, that ain't do. They helped out though. They helped but out. They helped colors. out. Yeah, but they. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even like the younger generation of Wayne's is like Damon Junior. is funny as shit. Damon Junior. is hilarious. Uh, the funniest one to me out of all of them is Shantae. The girl. Yeah. Yeah. Shantae is the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. He, no. 
She was on Wildin' Out. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying she got her own comedy shit going. She was on uh, They Ready. Their the t- Tiffany had yeah. their TV series that they try to do about the Waynes and shit like that. She was she she really is just that. Shantae is the one. She's definitely the one. And and Damon's right behind her where he can do just about everything else. All right, B. What is like the pre-show vibe before your show? Like, uh, two Coronas. Yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> two, two Coronas and leave me the fuck alone. All right. <laughs> like, I'm not one of those social comedians, yo. Like, I I can't go to a show thirty minutes before showtime and shoot mingle the shit and... with everybody and mingle and all that. I'm not that guy because I need to focus on what I need to do. Um, that as a matter of fact, there's a couple of people that like know that they saw me yesterday. It was like, yo, you in your zone? Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I see you got your coronas. Yeah. <laughs> Every show that I've seen him at, I never spoke to him until afterwards. Yeah. And it ain't nothing personal or nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, I just, just know. Yeah. All right, yeah. corona, lime or no lime? Lime. All right. And I was pissed last night because they ain't had no limes. What? How the fuck you not have limes? Hey, wait. I was hot, bro. Whoever, whoever the fuck you are, how the hell you serving coronas without the damn lime, dog? I don't yeah. drink no more. That shit got me hot. Was, uh, in the, Did in they their, have lime juice? In their defense, nah. In their defense, it was BYOB, so they brought it themselves. Oh. All right. And it was all in the cooler. But still, if you're going to bring Corona and a Corona extra at that, I'm going to need my limes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Run me my limes, yo. Run me my limes. Yeah. It, well, it's, either, it's either two Coronas or um, Jim, I, Jim Beam and Ginger Ale. I was going to ask you if there was a backup. It's a backup. It's definitely okay. a backup. Yeah. All right. Because um, we made mention of uh, of the Damon, the Damon and the Waynes and all them and their family. And in Living, in Living Color is probably... To me, anyway, the most classic sketch comedy show ever. Right. That's what I grew up on. Nothing against Chappelle's show. Yeah, I just grew yeah, up on a living color. Yeah. My thing to you is this. Here's a versus for you. Mm. Mad TV, SNL. SNL is strictly off the longevity. They can pull stuff from the 70s and then the, they can pull stuff from the Eddie Murphy era by itself. True. Be, Eddie Murphy got a sketch where he was a white man for a day. I remember that. And it's Yo. the funniest. It's it's like 38 years old, and it's, it's still funny hilarious. today. It's funny. When he walked out on the street and he was white, he didn't say a word. <laughs> Everybody was laughing in the audience. Oh, yo, that's the funniest shit ever, bro. When he got on the bus, <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll never do that shit Hold ever up. again. Hold on. When he went into the convenience store and went to go get the newspaper and went to go pay, and the dude was like, you ain't got to do that. <laughs> There's nobody else here. Go. Let's take it. That, yo. And he was like, and that's when I learned <laughs> that, that <laughs> white people give each other things. That would be when like no one a else crazy, <laughs> crazy political like. Yo, it wasn't even right now. They couldn't even do that now. But it was so fucking. It was so funny. It was so funny. Like that right there. I mean, Mad TV is classic. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But SNL got 40 I feel like Six Mad years. TV only has like a few like characters that I liked. Like, when SNL just kept coming with yeah, more they and got more th- characters, man. Like, man, there, there's like even off-brand sketches that nobody really rock with with SNL that I love. Like, um, fuck when Jamie Foxx was the uh was the guest host and they did Main Justice. Yeah. 
man, it's it's about a it's about a court room. They 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 in Maine in court, but Katrina. This is what Katrina. It's like this is post Katrina have wiped everything out in mm-hmm. New Orleans, and they migrated from New Orleans to Maine. So they still had their main way of living. Oh my <laughs> God, it was so funny. It was Jamie Foxx couldn't stop laughing throughout the whole sketch. It's it's too funny, bro. Like they got sketches like that that people don't even remember. I'm even not even gonna get into the all time class. They, yeah, they'll crush Mad TV. Yeah. Not not saying that Mad TV wasn't great, but they'll 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 crush Mad TV. Now also too with the Wayne's we made mention of and how much of a fan of Lincoln uh, of a, uh, how much of a fan of In Living Color that I was. Which sketch from that show do you believe would get them canceled? Uh, in Living Color, Handyman off top. Handyman will get them canceled. See, you got got an answer for that one or no? I don't really remember much from it. Toph, you got anything? I always say the Venus, the the Venus Vera uh, de Milo, Vera de Milo, or a Wanda sketch would get them canceled. Wanda would get them canceled too, because that's body shaming, calling people ugly and stuff like that. That even but just like I, I, I lean more towards handyman, handyman because will get you, them you know why not, not not just canned these motherfuckers will probably get banned from everything with that one and I, I, I and I ran through a whole bunch of different sketches in In Living Color that I thought will probably get them canceled too which there's other ones but that one will probably be the first one men on fat men on f- not LG, I feel like, I feel like funny. people would okay. love like yeah, they, they found that they funny. Will, they, yeah, I mean they, they let that run. Now, is, yeah, now, now the one episode, now the one episode where dude got knocked in his head and he went straight. They might have a problem with that one. <laughs> they might have a problem with that episode. Remember that one? Yes. <laughs> Married with children, hated, loved it. What? It's like yeah, you know that little blonde-headed girl. You know, I was like, oh shit, this should done changed. Um, that was one that I thought about. Handyman definitely was one. I feel What's like a one? little magic sketch would get them canceled. Don't like. I feel like there, there's like some like some mom like in the middle of the country right now. It's like, how dare she treat little magic like that? Yeah. Like, it's, it's and they're a, doing the same thing. Yeah, there's there's a few that, it, but I, off the top of my head, handyman, no question. Never underestimate the powers of the handicap, and we'll have them canned e. Immediately. I just that's just how Damon Wayans thinks, man. That dude. <laughs> you can't make fun of the homeless because he had that my man Ant um my man uh David Allen Gray Anton. Okay. The pickle jar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He he would definitely have them canned for that. I will tell you one thing. Like anytime I hear like a bell, like when someone dings a bell, I immediately say pick it up. Pick it up. Because of the in yep. living color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I know my man is a big sports fanatic, and he's upset this weekend because he's not able to attend the All Star festivities. The Hall of Fame. Hall yeah. of Fame. That's what it is. All Hall of Fame festivities. Yeah. So, that being said, outside of you not being able to attend it, how do you feel about it? Um. Well, first of all, it's a year overdue, and you know, due to due to COVID and stuff like that, they had to push things almost a year back. The Hall of Fame is usually in September, uh, the first week of September, September 3rd, 4th, or 5th. And um, they had to push it back to May uh, for the 2020 uh, class with Kobe, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett, and Tamika Catchins, and Mike Breen, Mm -hmm. Mike Wilbon, all these guys. Ernie uh, Johnson? 
Yeah, then TNT crew, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it's just I, I've been going for five years straight as media. Damn. So to to miss this year, especially one. I know that's your man. That's my man. Yeah, Kobe. My listen, man. When we was there in 2019. And we were talking to other media members. We was like, man, this one is we we already bypassing this one <laughs> because we was talking about 2020. We're like, yo, Kobe Garnett, Tim Dong, and everybody was so excited. This is 2019. Kobe's still alive, and then, boom, yeah. like wow, like now that 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 puts a damper on things because he's not <clears> going <throat> to be there. That's going to suck. I don't really want to go. And now it's like, oh, I can't go. Damn, now I want to go. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I my emotions were all over the place, man. And um it's just it's just a messed up situation. But uh it was dope to see Vanessa and, and you know put the put Kobe's jacket on Natalia. It was dope to see the Kobe exhibit. Oh yeah, my oh, I, god. I did peep that online. And honestly, I always say to folks, I said I was never I wasn't a non-Kobe fan because I disliked the guy. I was a non-Kobe fan because I'm a Celtics fan. So I had to okay. team loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now do, I, do I say that he sucked? Hell no, I can't say that because I, I, I can see exactly how great this man is on the court. Mm-hmm. Just my team loyalty, I got to say, man, fuck you. I, yeah. I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seeing his exhibit, I was like, that shit is fucking That shit is dope. crazy. And I've been there. I've been there, for like I said, for five years straight. So I've seen the remodeling process. Uh, for the whole entire Hall of Fame. So for Kobe to have his very own exhibit. That's crazy. In the Hall of Fame. But it's so many Hall of Famers and he's yeah. got his own. Yeah. That shit is wild, man. And I can't wait to see it in person. Um, I can't wait to get back up there, man. I love that place. That's what's up. Shout out to uh, Ben Wallace. Yeah. First undrafted player Definitely. to make the Hall of Fame. And ben. he's class of 96 as well. He's class of he's 96 undrafted. draft class. Now, now well, he's supposed to be. Okay, because I honestly, somebody has said something to me online, and I'm like, well, I kind of don't consider him to be a part of that class because he was undrafted. Yeah. But that's where he would have been drafted had he been drafted. Yeah, yeah. So definitely shout out to Ben Wallace with, with that one. And how do you feel about your, uh, MJ inducting your boy? It's only right. Nobody else could do that. I think if Kobe were alive, that's who would be the guy to induct him regardless. Yeah, like, that's true. Because he does talk about him as like that's, a that's older his, brother. That's his, that's, that's his man's. Uh, so and they had the same mentality damn near. They had the same mannerisms, same game almost. <coughs> of course, there was things that Mike did better than Kobe, and there was things that Kobe did better than Mike. Yeah. Like Kobe had better handle than Mike. Kobe, Kobe was more athletic than Mike. I got it. Kobe was. Kobe was. I, got, uh, I mean, not not a whole lot, but Kobe but was. But that's one of those things where, like, Mike kind of set the blueprint. Definitely. And then Kobe just took that blueprint and then evolved he, it and made it better. He like, expanded on some things. Like, yeah. he got way more range. Yeah, he was way more consistent from distance. Um, Like I say, he had a better handle. I think his game was just a tad bit more polished from the perimeter than Mike was. Cause Mike would go drive. He yeah. would drive right all the time. Yeah, and, and drive left sparingly. But Kobe could do it all on both ends on the. Fo- his his game was just a little bit more polished offensively. Kobe uh, Mike was a better defender. Kobe was a great defender, but Michael was a better defender. Uh, hey man, it's a, it's one A and one B, man. Yeah, <laughs> but the game was different. Like in in that 
short of a span, like the game changed. I feel like a lot. Like I think the game was. I think the competition and a couple with the rule changes, it made it harder for Kobe than it did for Mike. I think Kobe had a harder road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially after Shaq left. Um. Yeah, because you know why? If you, if you think about it too. When Kobe came in, he was still dealing with some of the rules that MJ was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? The hand checking and stuff like that. And the game started to transition away from and all that. So, so we had to so we had to learn, you know what I'm saying? All Mike had to worry about doing was, all right, well, he's trying to knock me the fuck out. Let me make sure I get either over top of this motherfucker or around him so it don't happen. And then with the NBA seeing that, seeing that golden goose get knocked to the floor all the time, they like, Oh, hold up. Nah, we're gonna have to pull back on all this shit. We gotta because <laughs> the next golden goose we gotta come through. Save he, our he gotta, investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the, the David Stern wasn't having that. So he he made some rule changes and stuff like that. And like I think with the zone and I mean the zone was more so a Shaq and AI thing. I, I always agree with that one right there because you got the most dominant player in the paint. You got to figure out a way to be able to double him without an issue because yeah. you couldn't double team like that back then. And then and had back the most... then nobody could guard AI one on one. So yeah. So they, I think the zone thing was more so for them, but Kobe had to go through that. Mm-hmm. And he had to make adjustments, and that's when his uh, mid-range game became Deadly. super polished. Deadly. I. That's one player that when I seen him pull up, I'm like, eh, well, go, get back on defense. Yeah. That's his game ready to go in. Splash Jones, goddammit. Shout out to him. Yeah. Splash motherfucking Jones. Yeah, but I wish I was there, man. I wish I'm going to be there. I'm never missing, an, I mean, pending another pandemic. I'm never missing another one. We got another hundred years for that. We good. We ain't gonna be here when that happens. Uh, uh, damn. What? Nineteen twenty ish. You know. Twenty twenty ish. I plan know. to live until I'm hundred and fifty, man. Bet. I say the same shit. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers watched a lot of Disney and Jiminy fucking Cricket. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I, still. Look, be I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying listen. to. I'm trying to hold on as long as I can, I, man. I, I, I'm trying to still go to the club, learn all the new dances. <laughs> yeah, you doing too much. Nah. <laughs> what motherfucker? What? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, motherfucker! What? Yeah, there. I ain't dancing. Sh- I ain't dancing. dancing. Shit, I'm in the club doing the same old two step. Nah. Fuck that, motherfucker! Fuck that. Nah, man. If I make it, listen. I'm still if I make, look, if I make it to 85, 90, I'll be good. I'm still turning up. I'm. Hey, that's what I'm striving for, man. That's what I, I need. I need ninety. It, I need it, to see my kids have kids and they kids have. Kids. I need to see that. Like I need to be. I need to be the the you know the at the head of the table. 85, 90, watching my family and my extended family and all that. I'm, I'm just trying to make it to that, I want, I want 100. I, I want I, triple digits. I just want to outlive my haters. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga's stupid. <laughs> Say, hey, where are you at? See where I am. Yeah, we, yeah, we got those. I Sorry. got those too. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Yo, so, yeah, also, shout out to Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. She was pretty mm. much the female Kobe incarnate. That's 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 his girl. That's her man's and them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She hit that game winner last night against the Indiana Fever because the WNBA is back. WNBA yes, is yes, man. WNBA is back. I, I definitely. I just saw. Hold uh, up! Uh, get out of here! I hate notifications on shit. <laughs> You're trying to switch tabs and shit. I am gonna make more of an effort this year to watch more WNBA games uh, than I did I last got year. Some, I got some merch on the way. I got because you know they got the orange and white theme. They got the orange yeah. and white logo and all that. I got that. I got that shirt coming. The twenty five with the uh with my Air Max one. Just do it. 
I'm trying to get me a, a throwback Cynthia Cooper Houston Rockets jersey. Dang, bro. You I am, doing, yeah, you, hell you yeah. Going, you going. Hell yeah. I am. Candace Let me see Parker is playing yeah, her first bro. game today, right? Today this, as yeah, the Chicago, Chicago Sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicago Sky. So, yep, yeah. After all these years, she went back home. See, you know what she's doing? I'm not saying that she's trying to do this per se, but it's like it seems this way. She's she's uh getting that D love uh D Rose love right now. Yeah. In Chicago, in their eyes, Michael Jordan is the GOAT, but Derrick Rose is the greatest ever. It's the it's a lot of hometown love in Chicago. He's the greatest Out, outside comes- of New York and um the DMV, Chicago is they ride as far Hard. as hoopers. Hard. Oh my yo, Hard. they got some of the best hoopers ever. It's it's, it's New York, is the DMV and and it's and, LA. and it's yeah, LA, 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 definitely LA got hoopers, but Chicago got hoopers. Yes, they do. And and the crazy part about that is when you because I listen to a lot of uh, Knuckleheads podcasts, they start throwing out other players that were from Chicago too. I'm like, damn, I ain't know Beverly was from Chicago. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, who else? Who else did they say? Um, not not Jimmy. It was somebody else. Because they're talking about how he's from like a real rough neighborhood, and that's how they, and that's the reason why they play how they play. D Wade from Chicago, Isaiah Thomas from Chicago, Candace Parker from Chicago, Jabari Parker from Chicago, Kevin Garnett played there. He's from South Carolina, though. I know he's from South Carolina, but he did go play there. Uh, Juwan Howard, Juwan Howard, yo, it's so many people. Derek Rose, it's so many people from Chicago. Eddie Curry, yeah, you can Um, keep going. Q Rich, Q Rich, Corey McGetty. Shout out to both of them because I remember, before, I remember, I remember reading about them in the um, the Streets and Smith book mm-hmm. and seeing that they was ranked in there uh, back in the day. Who, who wow, else? Wow, yeah, you yeah. The Streets and Smith. I, I, was, I was big. Listen, bro, I, when I say when I say when I got in high school is when I got really, really, really big into high school basketball. Listen, bro, same here. When I was in high school, like people people who know me know me. They know I was a Kobe Bryant fan since his sophomore year. At Lower Marion. Oh, see, I was telling people when he had the S curl. I was telling people, I was like, "Yo, right. I got in an argument with my dad." I'm like, "I'm like, yo, it's a dude in high school that's better than all these cats in the league right now." And my dad was like, "Boy, you crazy? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Kobe Bryant." He's like, "That's a stupid name." <laughs> that's a stupid name. Shut up, the dad said his name was stupid. <laughs> I was like, "Watch," and then. First year in the league, uh, well, second, second second year in the league is where he started turning up a little bit, and they played Chicago, and he was getting busy. Not every time he got a bucket, I just looked at my dad like. As a matter of fact, in my eyes, Kobe's real coming out party. It wasn't when he shot those air balls and Shaq gave him, you know, nah, saying love. That wasn't, it wasn't it. Then. No, it's when he crossed up. I don't know who the hell it was at the time. Ben Wallace. It was. It was. He crossed, and he dunked on Ben Wallace. Yes, and he made yeah. Ben's back bend all the way. I said, "Oh, this motherfucker is for real." Yeah. Because like when Shaq and all them got up off the bench for him, I said, this is only a preseason goddamn uh, game. Uh, a preseason game. A long. At UNLV. A long cross at the top of the key. He long crossed it. Mm. Like, it should have been a carry. Yeah, it, it was. It really should have been a carry. Because <laughs> he really, he took the Iverson and went way. He long crossed. He yeah. hot sauce crossed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And went to the rack. One dribble. Jump at the dotted. Meet me at the rim. Hammer time. That shit was sick. Eddie, you know, Eddie Jones was a leaper. And Eddie Jones was on the bench like, oh, my God. I guess I'm getting traded. <laughs> I was I was mad. I was mad when he got traded. I was mad. They I was legit mad. They could have found a way mad. to keep Kobe and Eddie Jones on that they, squad. Been, I thought, that, they, I thought they were the next Mike and Scott. They definitely could have won fucking eight straight. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. Because you know why? Because if Shaq would have seen how Kobe and Eddie could just take over the game and let him be him, 
he definitely been like, all right, you know what? Y'all, y'all, y'all young fellas got this. You can't really argue it because when they traded for Glenn Rice, they won a chip. So you can't really argue yeah, it. That's true. But I was still, I was like, why would you trade? Why would you get rid of yo Eddie, Kobe and Eddie on the wings? Yo, perfect. Nick Van Exel. I was mad when they traded Nick Van Exel too. But then Derek Fisher stepped right in and and balled out. Balled the fuck out. He, matter of fact, Fisher was in that '96 goddamn draft. He was oldest motherfucker drafted. He was Shit. Little Rock, Arkansas Little 26? Rock. He was 22 when he got drafted. Travis Knight was in that draft too, and then when he got when he got drafted, I remember him? Yeah, he was like they they was the one of the few uh, upperclassmen that got that got drafted because Kerry Kittles went eighth. And he was the first upperclassman to get drafted. He, he did all four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did all four at Villanova. Ray was a junior. Ray was a junior. Yep. AI was a sophomore. Steph was a, a freshman. freshman. Yep. Kobe was in high school. Nash was a senior. Nash was a senior. Um, Walker was a sophomore. Samaki? No, Antoine. Antoine? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he, right. said, he said he came out early. I forgot why he said uh, he came out. Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Freshman. Freshman. Jermaine O'Neal. High school. Um, who, who else are we leaving out? I John Wallace was a senior. John Wallace was a senior. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and yeah, because yeah, I remember John Wallace was supposed to come out in '95, and he didn't. And they said they heard it dra- his draft stop because he was supposed to go high. And he would have been in that draft with She Stack Joe Smith. Yep, and Joe Smith was the number one overall pick that year. He came out as a sophomore, rookie of the year too, <laughs> Golden State. Um, because like I said, you are a big sports fanatic. It was my last sports question to ask you. Yeah, is it harder to win a championship in football or basketball? It's uh, it's harder to win in football, and I say that because um, you don't dictate both sides of the ball. You either play offense or you play defense or you play special teams. Now there's some exceptions to the rule, like Deion Sanders where he played all three. But who's really doing that? If you're a quarterback, you're not playing defense. So you don't affect that outcome of the game. You can put all, you could put up 10 touchdowns. You could throw 10 touchdown passes. If your defense allows 11 touchdown passes, <laughs> you fucking lose. And you ain't got shit to do with it. <laughs> That's true. On bas- in basketball, you have some say on both ends of the floor. Um, and it's only five people. So there's there's like more of a chance for you to make an impact. Yeah, more of a chance for you to make an impact and less of a chance for somebody to fuck up. Like if there's 11 people on the field, anybody can fuck up at any given time. And it only takes one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's and there's a lot of luck in both health and luck are two big factors in both sports, but more so in football, man, because – Anything can happen on any play, and it could change the entire course of the whole season. You in basketball, you can manage that a lot better. In football, you can't really do that. So football is football is harder. Football is harder to win because everything has to fall into place for you to win in football, and it got to be some luck involved too. Uh, last questions I got for you: upcoming projects, and how the hell can they find you? Uh, upcoming projects, um, upcoming shows. I'll be at the Triad Theater, uh, Friday, May twenty first, and that's in New York City. 
And then May 22nd, I'm at Comedy on the Crick and Ben Salem, PA. Uh, May 26th, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina at Watson Ward. And May 28th, I'm at some brewery. I got to go. Some brewery. And then May May 29th and 30th, I'm at Uptown Comedy Corner in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. where you can find me, you can find me at Brian Isley live on Twitter at the Brian Isley on Instagram, search the Brian Isley on uh, Facebook and um, go to Brian Isley for all merch uh, videos, um, upcoming shows and whatever. And download Uno logo and the Isley album all on title, uh, Apple music, Spotify, all that good stuff. I got three albums. Please go support them all and uh, help me get this streaming though. Definitely get, that, get that streaming though. She's not here, but um, cause we're like I said, we're nearing the end of the show. Grease ain't here. You can find her on IG under Grease's kitchen. Two ends. Second end is the flavor. It's a King Tove. You can find me on Snapchat and IG at King Topher. Facebook at Topher Carwell. Send me a message. Let me know who you are or how we know each other or whatever the case may be. Um, That should still get wet. (laughs) I just cleared my my Facebook Uh, friend friend notifications. notifications. Like 30 notifications like I just went through. I was like, if you got more, if we got more than like 15 mutual friends, chances are I probably know you. Check. I, I do the, the mutual friends check, but not only just a mutual friends check to see how many I got, but to see who the mutual friends are. Yeah. And I, a lot of you not, when I see like it's a comedian sending me a request, if I don't see his face pop up and a few others, I'm like, I'm be, I know I'm being real. I know I'm being no, 100% I'm like real. Like, too. Like, I'm like, because mm, I already know that they're going to probably rub me the wrong fucking way. I'm not even going to waste my time with it. Axe, done. There's yeah. a certain, like, there's a certain subset of people that, like, I fuck with heavy. So if I see that you're friends with that certain subset of people, all right, I'll click. Oh, that's cool, man. I appreciate it. I'm the bar for that. Thanks. I mean, no, it's, it's just real simple and easy. Like, it's, just, it's you and a few others that I got from, like, New York. Like, if I see their names pop up and they're, like, a mutual, I'm like, that's wild. All right, I'm, so I'm, I'm cool. All right, so I, I know like I, that too because I know because I know how you know what I'm saying like the way like how you guys think and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to really befriend anybody that's way different than I am yeah. because we're not going to see eye to eye. I'm right. not wasting my time with this. If I if I see some people request me and I see people like you or uh, Ibrahim. Uh, Ibrahim Khalif or somebody like that as mutual friends, and I'll be like, all right, yeah, they, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah, taking I'm that like shit. Why? Wow, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> nah, hell no. I was like, X and the fucking Forex traders. I get them all the time. I, I'm like, dog, how the hell do y'all find me if we have no mutual friends? Right? I don't, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> fucking get that part. I, I don't. <laughs> Whatever. Any more else, T? McTove? Nah. It's- See many nicknames. You want to give them your socials, K-Bop, or no? Got to support Brian. Oh, that's a P- hey, there's a PSA yeah. for the day right there. Tell them the P- Matter of fact, T, tell them the PSA again. Go support Brian. Go yeah. support Brian, goddammit. Go support Brian, motherfucker. Remember that shit. All right, and it's me, your boy Chocolate J. Yeah. You can contact me if you need to contact me uh, on the Facebook, JL Payaso Watkins. As King Topher said earlier, uh, you better send a message if you're sending that fucking request, dog. I'm, I, I screen shit. I'm being real. Like, that's how you keep headaches out of your life. I'm so serious. I screen sh- everything. And and I will let a fucking friend request sit. <sighs> Facts. That shit will stew like a motherfucker. Funniest shit ever. 
Okay. I'm not going to say his name because, you know, I don't, I don't want the yeah. individual to whom this happened to hear it. Just know that she, this individual used to date a person I called a friend of mine. She was off and on with him. And I told him, I said, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. I think she's a piece of shit. <laughs> like when she tried to get back with him. He's like, nah, nah, bro. You know, we've been kind of like, you know. But then I haven't heard much about him talking about her for like a month only to find out that they had split. Mm. Well, the thing was, when they tried to get back together, she sent me that friend request. I let that shit sit in that fucking limbo for 18 fucking weeks. I am so serious. Every week I would screenshot that shit and send it to my homeboy's daughters. Like, you see this shit? Look at this bitch again. And they would fucking laugh until that 18th week, after, after week 18, she finally just said, this motherfucker ain't accepted my shit. She deleted the fucking request. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't make fun of this shit no yeah. more. So yeah, that's what I do. I don't I don't give a shit. Um, this shit will hang out for a hot minute. Oh, hell yeah, it'd be a hot girl. Something before I request, I mean, let that shit ride through. Fuck that. I don't even care. I fucking run into you at like a Walmart wow. or something. That's a possibility like, too. They be like, why you ain't sent my friend request? Ah, uh, I ain't realize that was you. You really, ain't had your picture. We, that's really the topic of conversation. Motherfuck- like, yeah, no, bro, motherfuckers really do ask that shit, dog, for real. That's, before they even yeah. say hi, why you ain't accept my friend request? Yeah. Like, nigga, we still on that? Wow. Like, we're grown adults. You know why I didn't accept it? Because I know you're in real life, motherfucker. Right? I ain't got to accept it. I mean, other ones is in my family that I accept. I was obligated to. Regular you is toxic. Like, I know virtual you is messy and toxic. That's a terrible combination. Yeah, I don't need all that. Don't need all that. Um, You can find me on Twitter because I'm back. I'm not. I, I decided because, you know, my Twitter page was like how some of y'all Facebook pages. My shit is like uh, my first one was super suspended to the point where. This nigga doing life in, pr- in, in but, Twitter but, prison. But hear me out. It was lip sync videos and I said it. I said it's a lip sync video and Twitter still banned me for that shit. You getting banned on Twitter? I thought anything goes on Twitter. Damn. Nah, Twitter nah, be nah, yeah, Twitter nah, wild, 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 man. Nah, bro. Twitter, Twitter. You could do, you could say a lot of shit. I be seeing some shit on Twitter. porn on Twitter. I know. Oh yeah, Twitter porn is lit. It, that, that's the best two minutes and twenty seconds of my life. I am so serious. Twitter How porn. Are you getting banned and Tiana Trump and <laughs> and Jada Fire and all them? Are you Twitter porn and Reddit porn? I, I'm guessing because I got copyrights because it's like. Somebody else's song that I'm singing. Oh, yeah. And it's like, nah, this is me sucking dick. That's what they're saying. So it's like, how are you going to ban me doing my job, motherfucker? Like, all right, well, whatever. You can find me on Twitter, Hunter Chocolate J underscore JJC. That's funny. You can find me on Snapchat. I'm using that. I'll give a fuck. Go ahead, bitch. I don't care. You can find me on Snapchat and IG under uh, God King Payaso. That's G O D K I N G P A Y A S O. You can find us. Under Jay's Joint Podcast on Facebook. You can find yes. us at Joint Jay's on Twitter. Yes. You can find us uh Jay's Joint Podcast on IG. Yes. You can find us on YouTube under Jay's Joint Podcast. Yes. Um, if you need to email us for anything, uh Jay's Joint Podcast at gmail.com. Um, before I end this thing, shout out to uh Henny After Dark, Drunk Ugs Podcast, Not Up for Debate. And I think I'm leaving one out. All the all the Good podcast. Oh, oh yeah, all my people that's doing spot podcasts. I'm, I'm definitely shouting y'all out. Um, holler back. That's right. Last message. Don't forget to tip your medicine, man. It's your boy Chocolate J. T. Many nicknames: King Tove, B. Isley, and my homegirl Grease is not here. We love y'all. Let's we out. Yeah. Every day I need a dope flip. I was on some broke shit. A nigga was a pope pimp. Do it die. Nigga play me on some most shit. A nigga might as well kill his motherfucking self. It's a suicide. Got a dagger, let it rip. Nigga hopped up quick. So I-